Uh, so welcome to uh, Titanium Solar uh, Podcast. Nice. It's good to have you on. I'm Brandon. I'm Bryant. Uh, nice to meet you, Bryant. So kind of a backstory on, on ourselves. Um, first, I'm going to have Bryant tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of your backstory, kind of what put you in the position of, you know, essentially Titanium Solar. You know, where'd you kind of start off 10 years ago? So 10 years ago, I was actually doing, um, I was at Silverline. Uh, yeah, I was at Silverline. I was doing home security. Okay. And so... Um, like I said, I've worked with Josh. Josh Sutherland is actually the one that trained me. And then so, um, yeah, we started off in Philly, worked in Camden, you know, Camden, New Jersey. Um, we were in Ohio. Camden, and then, New uh, Jersey, bro. My last go with Titanium was in 2018. Okay. And then I was, I was selling home security out there, actually in Atlanta. So I was in Atlanta selling home security um, with Titanium. And then I ended up going back to Utah working a nine to five and i did that for a few years what were you doing with your uh, nine to five job oh man i was uh i was at lifetime um products making basketball hoops the metal i was actually this the um the trainer for making basketball hoops okay yeah so we're cutting out the metal making sure the burrs are gone make sure the metal's smooth and yeah we would do that for i did that for about seven actually it was actually almost a year and then um i got a hold of josh and then um, Josh is like, yeah, bro, solar is booming right now. Like, come out here, you know, I'll take care of you and let's rock. And then after that, I, uh, I got a plane. Actually, you know, I packed up everything. I took a big uh, I took a big risk as far as moving my family. My wife is pregnant at the time, moving my family out here. And um, yeah, I just I just went for it, bro. Well, dude, how's, how does the saying go? You got to risk it to, to get, get the biscuit. biscuit got to risk it yeah, to get the biscuit. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I mean, obviously, like a lot of people in this industry have been, you know, been a part of a lot of hourly jobs, you know, kind of going through the motions. Right. Um, and kind of taking like the easy way. And a big part, too, is what a lot of people don't see is in reality, when it comes to like an hourly job or a commission job, it's all hard. Right. Right. And that's kind of a big thing that a lot of people forget is when you work in nine to five, it's a hard job. When you do commissions, it's a hard job. Absolutely. And in reality, life itself has a lot of things that aren't easy. Right. If you want a good marriage, it's hard. Facts. You want to get divorced. It's hard. Right. <laughs> like People talk sure. about like going to the gym or like. Right. And exercising. Well, yeah, it's hard. Right. Right. But being overweight is hard. And that's kind of like the beautiful thing about what we do in life in general is you get to choose your hard. For sure. And and it's kind of cool to see a lot of people in the industry come from that. I mean, for me, like my backstory too, like to make a long story long, at one point I was working three jobs, hourly jobs, leaving at, you know, biking 70 something miles in the morning. And I was right. working three hourly jobs, cold calling in the morning car washed in the afternoon and working at Payless shoes in the evening Gosh. time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't right. easy. Right. right. But it, it was what was needed to be done. And a lot of times, you know, watching those, you know, people and come from that backstory of doing those jobs and making that commitment on themselves. Right. That's kind of one thing you hear in the industry all the time is, you know, betting on yourself. Oh, 100%. And so that's kind of like, it's cool to see that, you know, and, and be a part of that. I know, I remember you coming out in November, kind of yeah. new to it i knew you had that door-to-door -door experience which obviously helps a lot and, and that's all i had and so this is what i told josh coming out here i'm thinking i had so much negative emotions coming out here like it, my emotions were all over the place I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest i'm thinking okay i'm packing up my whole family and i'm moving to california that's a lot more expensive i'm paying 1200 dollars in utah 
compared to the three thousand dollars yeah. we're paying now. And <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so I'm, go- I'm going. You know, I'm going to a state that's a lot more expensive. Inflation's a lot higher. Everything's just more expensive out here. You know, yeah. gas, everything. And so I had a lot of negative emotions coming out here. You know, I had to bury my brother from. The first week I'm out here, you know. Oh yeah, and I so that. yeah, so it, it's been a roller coaster for me as well. But uh, it's been a blessing, you know. Yeah. I, I'm com- I can't even express or you know my gratitude on how blessed I am. I'm gonna be honest. It's it's been life changing. I told Josh Sutherland on the phone when I spoke to him, like, bro, doing security. I took advantage of that. I like, I knew that I can go out and get a few deals deals here and there, and I was content with that. Yeah, you know, I was I was content. I'm single. You know what I mean? I'm doing my own thing. I, I was content with that money. And then um, I just told him, like, I, I did. I took advantage of selling home security. I did. I was just kind of just selling here and there. You know, the I was content with getting anywhere from 15 to two, three, four thousand dollars a check. Uh, I was content with that. Yeah. My biggest security check was 12 grand. And I was content with that. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I mean, 12 grand. Hold, yeah. on, hold on, though. 12, 12 well, grand. It, it, you know, that's it, a good it, check. It it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. But compared to solar, Josh said, bro, you can make anywhere from five to 20 grand. And I'm like, okay, let's rock. You know what I mean? Changes, and I, yeah, changes, changes a little bit. the whole, you know, your whole perspective. But it's all mindset. That's what it comes down to. It's all mindset. Yeah. And so my mindset, like I said, I was, I'd pray every morning, every night, you know, like just to ask God for some comfort. And I did. I took the step. And, you know, it's yeah. like Josh talks about all the time. You guys both do, you know, one step at a time, bro. And- well, and like it goes to show you too, right? You talked about one doing alarms and there's been people in the industry that have done pest control. There's people, you know, same thing that have done the hourly jobs. There's really not a big difference with people that knock door to door for pest control or security, right? Or internet and TV and direct right. TV, right? There's, you're still knocking on the same doors. 100%. You're, till, you're still talking to the same people, but you're getting more money. And a big reason you're going to see that much more money is, right, is we've talked about this before. Money is essentially in abundance. Right. Right. There's so much of it. And the only way to realistically get money outside of a gift, which not everyone gets, is to provide a service. Right. And that's going to be the biggest difference. And that's why, like, solar's, in my opinion, has been such a big market in the last couple of years is because a few years ago people had concerns with security right and that was why it was a pretty big market it was kind of untapped everyone started getting it adt uh ring all these people started vivant right they started monopolizing the security thing and took over it right so then the industry had to take that next step and solar was that next step but the beautiful thing about solar outside of protecting families with their safety and security which you could go do we were able to essentially transition into, you know, financial security. And I think that's what's been a big, big difference, especially like you said, right, moving out to California compared to Utah, inflations with what they're at. Right. And what they've been over the last couple of years has been, you know, all time highs, highest, you know, we've ever seen in our lifetime. And so having an opportunity for a lot of people to transition into a service that actually provides something that people need right who doesn't need financial security Absolutely. right who doesn't need to save money who doesn't need to put their money towards an actual asset instead of a liability Facts. and a lot of people don't see that they don't understand that which is why a lot of people are afraid to do it but when you get people that have the right mindset which is everything with what we do in this industry you're able to have these conversations with homeowners and essentially show them the financial benefits and the financial security that does come with solar. 
And, and that's kind of like a beautiful thing about it is a lot of people seem to, you know, miss that we're providing a service that isn't so much a want, right? No one really wants solar, right? right. We talk about it when we say solar, right? I, I, yeah. I joke about solar. it with, I'm not here to talk about <laughs> solar, solar, sir. I'm not here to talk about CO2 right. levels or global right. warming. I'm here to talk about financial benefits, security, for sure. financial benefits, because what, what benefit comes from taking your money and throwing it into the never ending pit of, of renting? Right. There's no benefit there. Your, your money's just getting thrown away. Yeah. And we see it all the time. For example, I, just like I told you yesterday, I had a referral from a dude I just set up, seven day install. He referred me to his neighbor. They just, they've heard so much negative things about solar. You yeah. know what I mean? And so until they actually, we educate just, and I was explaining to Jesse, like, yeah, it's just your wife is, like I said, we just all be there to educate her. Yeah. You know, as far as what to do, what to know, as far as how solar goes. She yeah. sees that it's expensive. She can't afford it. The whole nine. You know, we've heard it all. Yeah. And so it is, like I said, you just won't know until you try, you know? Yeah. And it's, and that's the biggest thing. It's the lack of knowledge. Exactly. I call myself Mr. 411, right? I'm the info guy. Yeah. I'm not here to like to convince you to save money. Right. That's not my that's not my job. Like if you don't want to save money, you don't want to save money. Like on that's on that's yep. on you, bro. Right. Um, my job is right, just to inform you, inform you what's going on in the world. Because a lot of people, most people know about inflations, right? But a lot of people don't know about like the Federal Reserve and raising you know interest rates, which affects the housing market, which affects your credit cards, which affects loans, car loans, all of and anything that has to do with getting a loan right. is affected by that Federal Reserve raising those rates. And not only the they raise them this year at an all-time high over the last 30 years. They're raising them again right. before the end of the year. So we're seeing not only inflations at an all-time high. We're seeing um, we're seeing the actual um, the rates, the the loan rates mm -hmm. at an all-time high through the Federal Reserve. Right. And so you're seeing these massive, massive spikes. And all I'm here to do is just inform you. Right. I'm just here money. to tell you, you hear about Edison, you hear yeah. about PG&E, you hear about the wildfires, you hear about what happened in Texas with the, the electricity, right? right? There's there's a lot of knowledge that people just don't know and that's all we're doing. We're just here to, we're here to share that information. Right. We're here to give you that knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Game up a little bit for sure. Yeah, and so kind of, and then also like, and part of it, it's kind of been fun for me, right? So I know the backstory of us has kind of been talked about, right? but a backstory of titanium, right? And that's kind of what's been really cool for me specifically to watch and see, because I know back in 2010, right? You were at Silverline, you were out in Philly, right? Yeah. The very next year is that first year when Josh decided to start the company, right? right? He started out in Philly, he had 15, 20 guys, I think it was 2010, and he went to Philly with 15 guys, sold a whole bunch of alarm systems, right. took those alarm systems, sold them off to a company, and then took that money and put it into the company. Right. Moved out to California, started the business, and from scratch built, you know, what it's essentially become. And for 10 years, all it was was security. Right. That's what we did. We knocked doors, we grinded. And it was really cool to watch him get on the doors, knock, grind. Cause to me, you're right. One of the things I always say is a good leader doesn't command, they convince. Right. And so what better way to convince your employees to go out and work by leading by example, right? Oh, he led by, that's what it was. And so he built, you know, essentially kind of what it was led, <laughs> he, he, uh, he built the path for us and right. we just followed suit, right? And that's exactly what it is. And to watch it kind of turn into what it was and then all of a sudden COVID hits and there's a lot of business that were affected by it. And, 
you know, one of the things we talk about is being a jack of all trades, yep. right? And you, it's funny, I, the other day, all. the quote is a jack of all trades, right? I, the full quote goes like, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but is oftentimes better than a master of one. Ooh. And that was something that, you know, Josh really did, right? right? He was a master, not at just knocking doors, right? He mastered the work ethic. He mastered the mindset. He didn't even, he doesn't even know what the law of attraction is, right. but he does it on a date. On, yeah. He'd get uh, up, yeah, naturally. I'm, I'm getting a deal, yeah. guys. I'm naturally, getting a deal. Like yeah. it's already done. Naturally. Right? He yeah. didn't even know. Right. Had no idea. And so watching that transition and then COVID hits, it definitely played a really big part on a lot of people. And during that time, you know, especially for me being with the company since 2011, watching watching what happened was really rough there's a lot of people you know that were affected by it right and for josh to be able to you know as kind of that, kind of that fearless leader of the company overcome take a step to the side to, well take a step back assess that what's going on see where he needs to make adjustments on and then making the adjustments and that's when we transitioned into solar and that was really for me really fun to watch that transition stage right. because then we went from just being one company right kind of that alarm company to all of a sudden now providing an alarm service as well as you know a financial service right, right? it's we give security with peace of mind and we give financial security that also provides peace of mind with solar and we still provide that service 100%. and it's been really fun to kind of watch the company develop and all of a sudden you know now we're doing installs getting installs that are being done within <laughs> i think one of them had days. two days right yeah. we had a few that were in two days yeah. and i get that doesn't happen all the time but nonetheless if you you're transitioning and getting installs that are averaging in california 21 days like that's and you're doing i think 250 to 320 installs a month right and the average install is 21 days it's cool to see that and understand that because why he's not just like your typical CEO right. that went to school, got an MBA, steps in and just like tells people what to do. Like he went through that grind. Yeah. He went through the door knocking thousands and thousands and thousands of doors, thousands and thousands and thousands of rejections. Right, bro. We I, go through that. Yeah. All, on a daily. Yeah. On a daily. And, on you know, on to piggyback off what you're saying, bro, I tell everybody this all the time. You know, I this this was my first year being able to see you knock. Yeah, I've worked with Aaron. You know, seen him knock. They've I've seen some of, I've seen some heavy hitters as far as door knocking goes. You know, and yeah. Josh is he's a different breed, bro. Like he really is. Like, yeah, <laughs> bro, it's real. Like when yeah, I think dude, of Josh knocking, bro. bro, it's so motivational to just watch him lead from the front and then just to follow his path, bro. Like, yeah, 100%. every time I get on those doors. I just every door, every door, every door, every door, door, because I know that's what it helps Josh. It that's what Josh will not skip a house. Yeah, we've had these stories before. You know what I mean? Doesn't and, skip any. How many houses have I showed you? Like just where yesterday, where right. we were, right? Hey, this is where Josh and I, right? And you're sitting there looking at like, no wait. way, no way, yeah. No one Roof's goes in there. Blowing off, yeah, they, yeah. It just doesn't happen. Me and Aaron talked about that yesterday as well. So it is. It's very uh, motivational to see Josh lead from the front and to for us to you know piggyback yeah. off of his leadership, bro. It's like I said, you can't ask for a better leader in that sense. Yeah. You just can't. Well, I mean, the big thing with what we do in this industry, and a lot of people don't understand it, right? And like I talked about, right? Life itself isn't easy it's hard right Fast. and that's kind of a thing that josh has always had the mindset of like bro it's easy it's easy and he continues to tell himself it's easy it's easy it's easy even though it's not he still tells himself that it's easy and to kind of watch that it it kind of 
you have no other way to but but to be contagious right you have, no, you have yeah. the, the mindset or in selling right selling is a transfer of energy right and if you're an owner and the energy you provide is a positive like let's freaking go energy yep you don't have another choice but either to buy into that energy buy into that culture of like hey like we're positive we work hard like we grind like that you either jump on ship or get off like we're not looking in a sense of like a culture within our office for people that want to come in and and take the easy way right because i mean how what i say all the time right if it was easy everybody would be doing it everyone would be doing (laughs) it bro it's not easy (laughs) and and to watch someone that continues to grind and makes it look easy for me at times i'll be honest it's almost frustrating it's like dang bro like how do you make this look so easy how are you like i go out knocking with him right so i'm like six two he's like five eight right and his legs he i can't i'm like almost jogging they just to go. try to keep he, up yeah. with him and bro that's and a, he's boom boom yeah. boom 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 he <laughs> goes to the house they say no. bro yeah it's oh so frustrating gosh. you know me i'm an athlete i'm a football player i've played sports my whole life and watching josh just outdo me on the doors it's frustrating bro but it is what it is <laughs> and it, honestly it's, it it's kind of unfortunate for him because you know one of the saying goes when you're the hardest worker in the room you're in the wrong room facts and Every time I'm in a room with Josh, like he a hundred percent outworks me uh-huh. and it stinks for him because I don't think there's a single person in the company that outworks him. Right. right. And so he's, he's on a different level of competing with other owners uh-huh. and being 100%. in those types of rooms with those types of peoples. 100%. And, and one of the things I know Josh had talked about it and I saw it on a podcast as well as they were talking about, there's this gentleman he was interviewing at the time. It was like eight millionaires. Right. Um, but all those millionaires have now transitioned into billionaires and they asked what was the one thing that these these eight owners these eight millionaires had that essentially transitioned them into becoming billionaires i don't have you ever heard that Uh it was the obsession that's what separated them was obsession makes sense one word to describe this industry or realistically anything that comes with success is obsession if you're not obsessed, you will not su- It's not that you won't succeed, right? But you will not exceed into that 1% level without being obsessed. Oh, and and I, I, I absolutely agree because I feel the same way within myself. Bro, I'm off. We have Sundays off. Yeah. I'm going to LA. Rest. Yeah, I'm going to LA, driving past neighborhoods. Oh, there's a true up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it, it, it just, me and my wife would do the same thing. Yeah. She'll call me, babe. There's this uh, house that only has six panels. I think it's a true up. Like it is. It's an obsession that we yeah. we live with now, bro. What's and- the uh, that's the Tetris law? You ever heard that? <laughs> no. The Tetris law. So essentially, this the study of these of these um, you know psychologists put these a whole bunch of people in a room, gave them a phone, and they played the game of Tetris. And they played it for hours and hours and hours and hours. I'm a beast of Tetris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they played it for hours and hours and hours. And then when they left and went into the real world, what do you think they saw? They saw Tetris. They saw putting cars here and houses here and the windows there and here and there because their focus and obsession was Tetris. Right. So that's all they saw. So if your obsession is solar, you're going to go outside. That's all you're going to see. Bro. For eight years, my obsession was security. I still see security signs on people's yeah, doors. I do the same. Yeah, all I definitely the, do the same. Because I was obsessed right. with it. And now all I see is solar. And you tell people, right? And it's the it's kind of the law of attraction. What you think is what you attract. And when all you think about is solar, that's all you're going to get right. is solar. And so it's, it's fun to, for me, kind of part of the mindset that's come with this job. 
oh, has, you know, as an individual, as a person, it's changed so much right? because you're never going to be tested harder, right? I know you get on the doors, right? We're the other week being, <laughs> it was what, 112, 113? Like what, what's going through your head at that time when you're on the doors by yourself, knocking on these doors to homeowners, getting rejected, telling them I'm not interested. I had one lady open the door and say, it's really hot and I don't want to let the cold air out. So <laughs> I need to go. And I'm just like standing there like sweating. And I'm just like, okay, like, Bro, close your door. I'm going to, I'm going to stay out here in this hundred and like 15 degree weather and keep knocking. Right. And when you leave those doors, what happens, right? What's the one thing that you and your wife say all the time about being in your head? Oh, when you're in your head, you're dead. hundred percent. Yeah. When you're in your head, you're dead. But at that point, I'll never forget. So Josh told me one thing when, we, when I first started selling, I was new to selling. Mind you, I'm in college for sales. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I meet with Josh probably the prior week. I, I probably have a couple, what, another year to graduate, a couple more credits to graduate. I meet with Josh about selling security. And I'm telling him my whole story. Hey, I actually go to college for sales. I go to, you know, I majored at tech sales at Weaver State University. Yeah. And he's like, bro, you don't need college, bro. You don't need college. He's like, bro, you don't, you don't need college, bro. Gary you bro. Yeah. He's like, bro, you don't, you don't need, college? need college. I'm like, what? Like, is he serious? Yeah. And bro, he, ever since when I heard that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that kind of with a grain of salt. But, you know, because, I mean, everybody goes to college. You know, it's like the thing to do. Yeah. And then uh, I mean, that's a whole nother story. We've talked about that. Yeah, We've exactly, talked about yeah, the, yeah, right. the college and money and exactly. all that. It's pretty ridiculous. That's, so, another, that's yeah, another podcast. That's a, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I, uh, I got on the doors with Josh Yeah, and, uh, he's like, and I'm like, bro, and I, I honestly, when I first started, I was getting a little frustrated. Like I was in my head. I don't know if I'm able to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so Josh was like, bro, all you have to do is find that one. Yes. So every time I get on the doors, I'll never forget that. It'll never yeah. get out of my mind, bro. You just have to find that one yes. Yeah. And that's what I've been rocking with, you know? So it is. Yeah, it gets dude, 100%. You know, we were just in uh, Trona. It's 110 degrees out there. We're sweating. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And we're going, going. I didn't get a one yes, but we set a lot of appointments. You well, know yeah, I mean? you're, for, you're for building that. For yeah, sure. 100%. So ever, like, I'll never forget Josh telling me that, bro. Just, you're going to have a lot of no's. Just find that yeah. one yes a day. And that's what that's in my mind daily. What's well, kind of like, you know, going off of that, right? We've talked about when you're knocking on these doors and someone tells you no, right? You if you have the mindset of like, I get paid for no's. 100%. Right. And we've heard that through Michael Donald, Michael Donald right? One of the yeah. best in the solar oh, industry to do it. Yeah. Jeff Mendez, we've yeah. heard it all. Uh -huh. You get you get paid per no. Right. And when you when you have that type of a mindset mindset or perspective, what happens, right? You get excited to get those notes oh, because you know you're that much closer to a yes. 100%. And, you know, some of my, I love, I mean, I'm, I'm a quote guy. I love all these different kind of quotes. And part of it is, right, when you change the way you look at a sentence, the way you look at a sentence changes, changes right? The problem is not the problem. The problem is how you look at the problem. Facts. And so once you start to understand perception, your perception is your reality, uh -huh. is when things start to change. Right, you go mindset. to work every day. It is. It's you go out mindset. and get in the sun. Right, the other day we got out. What, what was Gabe saying? Yeah. Hey, man, like, oh man, it's hot. It's like, dude, the sun's like the sun's a source of energy. Right. You know, I kind of joke with him later. I was like, hey, man, let me know when you like <laughs> when you're overcharged right. on the energy that's been coming from the right. sun because we're just dripping sweat. But nonetheless, like, it's still that that mindset and perspective. It gets hot, right? right? I saw. Oh man, I forgot the gentleman's name. I did, and they and I love him too. He talks about. 
instead of saying, I have to go to work, you say, I get to go to work. Right. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Never. He's like, I get to go to work. What if you didn't have a job? Right. Be a lot harder, right? And he says, you know, another thing is like, I have to go pick up my kids from school. Well, you get to pick up your kids from school. Right. Right. Just that little change that you get to go to work. You get to, you know, go pick up your kids. You get to be able to tie your shoes, right? right. You get to get out of bed. How many people can't get out of the beds? How many people can't stand up? A lot of times people take a lot of things for granted. And when your perspective is essentially towards just being thankful of course that you're alive right i I have this saying every time someone asks me like how you doing i'm like well i just set a new personal record for days alive like i love that today's a good day like i I just broke a freaking record and i'm i'm breaking that record again tomorrow you start to understand and see you know life in itself is a beautiful place 100 percent and you're you're gonna go through life and life itself you know like we originally talked about it's gonna be hard Anyone who sits there and try to tell you life is easy, like, come on, that's silly. Yeah. That's silly to try to imprint this idea that life is easy. It's not. But when you become prepared, right? I look at myself not as like, I look at myself as a prepared man. Right. I would rather be prepared for the day, prepared to go to work, prepared to tie my shoes, prepared to, you know, knock on doors and get in the heat. And I'm prepared for that mentally. What changes is everything. Right. When talk when people talk about going on a diet, what's the one thing? Meal prep. Right. When you go, you know, when you have people that are going to the gym and and lifting and wanting to, you know, bulk up, they have essentially prepared not I mean, they have laid out workouts, specific workouts, right? right? And now I get it, right? One of my favorite quotes from Mike Tyson is right, everyone has a plan to get punched in the face or punched in the mouth. Right. So you have to understand, right? And uh, my thing is like, if you expect the unexpected, then the unexpected becomes expected. Absolutely. And yep. so that's kind of a big part for that. And so that's kind of one thing with this industry that I've seen, what I love. And, you know, Josh has been a good leader from the front saying like, hey man, like what fixes the problems you're going with? Right. Money. Money. The yeah. other day we're talking about, you know, more money, more problems. That's a real thing. It is. Oh, but my, my question gosh. I always ask, I'm going to ask yeah. you, right? Would you rather have problems with no money or would you rather have problems with money? Oh, with money, 100%. Yeah. If Money doesn't buy happiness, but it does take off a lot of stress. 100% in our everyday lifetimes it helps it does a hundred percent yeah yeah it is a hundred percent i for a while actually for years i lived paycheck to paycheck to paycheck yeah you know and so solar has got me into a situation where i'm able to go on vacations i'm able to go to dodger games i'm able to fly to louisiana to go see my brother graduate with his masters you know i'm able to do these things that i wasn't able to before you know what i mean i'm able to buy my son whatever he wants if my wife whatever she wants you know what yeah. i mean i'm able to do these things and bless my family as well as you know what i mean uh, yeah receive the blessings as well myself and that's and that's a big part of it you know like being able to do things is is why we do what we do 100%. we want to have those additional issues i should i sorry i don't mean issues but would you rather struggle paying rent or would you rather struggle paying a mortgage right would you rather 100%. put your money towards like a rental fee or do you rather put your money towards an owning fee? Yeah. And we talk about like with homeowners, right? Do you want to rent or do you want to own? Right. And so having that stress, right? Choose your stress. Choose your hard. Choose the life that you are going to live and want to be a part of. Right. And so, and that's why I love solar. That's, you know, for me, I'm all about being able to get behind what I'm selling. Right. The one thing my brother, I remember my brother asking me 10 years ago, nine years ago when I first started security. He said, would you ever put an alarm system in your house? He's like, I wouldn't. 
I don't believe in alarm systems. I would, I don't see the value. I don't see the purpose. And I was like, kind of baffled. I was like, dude, I love alarms. Like, I want an alarm system in my house. I want cameras. Right. I want like what? I want it all. What? Like, <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Let me show you some videos, right. right? And but it was easy for me to buy into it because of that belief that came with it. The belief that I was actually providing a service. And so I tell people all the time, I do this job for two reasons, right? I got a wife and I got kids. I'm here to provide for them. Now, not everyone that does this has kids. Right. Not everyone that does this has a wife. A lot of people do it, you know, as individuals, right? But this is why I do it. I got to provide. And the second is I genuinely just enjoy helping people. Yeah. It's just one of those things that it's, I, I joke, I, I don't joke about it, but the house I grew up in with, you know, with a mom was always to be in the service of men. Mm -hmm. My dad, right? I, I've told you a few times during Christmas, right? Christmas Eve, we'd go spend thousands of dollars at Burlington Co Factory right. and then take those those items of clothes and go to a homeless shelter on Christmas Eve right. and donate them. Right. And for me as a kid, I would always think like, no, I want it, I want it, I want it. But that little, that little imprint that was, you know, that happened years and years ago has lasted forever, right? right give what you can give, right? right? Help the needy if you're able to help them. Right. I was raised that if you're still able to stand and you got a healthy back, use it. Every time. Because not everyone has right. a healthy back and strong legs. Right. And that was something that, you know, we always did. And that's why I love doing solar because I can sit at someone's home and take, you know, I've been in a house with a single mom and kids and she's fighting every day to pay her bills. Mm -hmm. And being able to sit with her and take how the amount of money that she is scraping at the bottom of the barrel to get and be able to say, hey, like, I know I can't take this bill away completely, but I can definitely help you a lot financially, both short-term and long-term. Right, but that's what I love about our job too, because me, it's providing service, just like you said. A few, actually right after college, I got into speed and agility. I was doing personal training. Yeah. So I was training kids, you know, at the age of six going on up. And that was my most rewarding uh, other the money. I didn't care about the money. Yeah, you know, I got paid great, but I didn't care about the money. The rewarding part of that was providing a service to these kids and just seeing these kids grow as young adults yeah. and becoming special. You know, a lot of these kids are, you know, in Utah, we came from Utah. Yeah. You have those kids that are 10 play kids where you're not really athletic, you know, you don't really, you're just there just for, yeah. you're just there just for, you know, giggles. And yeah. so helping these kids, you know, providing these kids with a service as far as trying to help them grow and, you know, yeah. it, it was amazing. So transitioning over into solar is the same thing, bro. Like we talked to a lot of these homeowners who are on fixed incomes, we're able to help them out. You know, they're paying. Yeah. Tap at the Smith. Me and you both got yeah. that deal. We got a nice little payout on and that she, deal. And I remember when I first initially talked to her, she was paying so much and struggling. She, struggling. her and her husband both, both yes. working. Struggling. Husband working two jobs. She was working one, and like unfortunately, she didn't qualify. But we went back and we were able mm -hmm. to get it. And I remember leaving the house thinking like, like obviously, like ideally, like like I said, I want to provide. You know, I got to provide for my family, exactly. right? Exactly. It's a business, not a charity. But right. nonetheless, like walking away from her home, not being able to help her at that time, like it actually really sucked. Right. I felt so bad for right. her. And you go back. Yeah, we go back, you know, got her dad, and we end up getting the deal. Long story short, she she loves it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I said, she went from paying eight to twelve hundred dollars to two hundred dollars. That's yeah. a huge savings. Huge. You know what I mean? So now 100%. she's able to fix her house up. 
Her husband's able to, you know, do his mechanic in his garage. They're able to do a lot of things in life that they couldn't before because they're just providing everything to. Yeah, that that financial security there. is mm -hmm. huge. And like, it's like you said, like money, money doesn't buy happiness, right? And I always heard the quote that people go, oh, well, you never see a sad person on a jet ski. And it's like, you're right, you don't, right? But the jet ski isn't going to be there 24-7. In fact, if you rode a jet ski for 24 hours, you'd yeah. probably yeah. be like, burnt out. <laughs> I mean, two hours you're worn right. out, right? And so a lot of times people forget, like at one point you got to get off the jet ski. Right. You got to go back to, you know, like we talk about music. Uh, what's his name? David um, uh, Goggins, right? right? He talks about listening to music when you work out is cheating. Because at one point, the music's got to turn off. Got to go back to reality. And you got to be with yourself. Right. And so money in this drop isn't what's going to give you that fulfillment, right? It's what you provide and assist others is what's going to give you that that long-term fulfillment. Right. Now, other people get fulfilled with money, like more power to you. Like I'm not against that at right. all. And you know, I have a saying that says to each his own. Cause to me, how I look at it, and I know I've said this before and I'll say it a thousand times more, but to me, the meaning of life is planting a tree to, I mean, planting a seed to a tree for shade that you'll never sit under. Right. And that's big for me because I'm leaving these people on a solar side where yeah, I'm making money from it. Yeah, I'm walking away and probably be, I'm never going to talk to them again. But the financial benefits that I'm providing for them are are planting everlasting, you know, peace of mind, at least in that small sense. Right, 100%. One of my favorite co um, lines that I got from my um, my Little League football coach, Coach Peck. I love that guy. He, he disciplined me. <laughs> he, he taught me discipline on a whole nother level, There's man. I love that, that man. Coach, huh? But the one thing he would always say, and it applies to life in every aspect, is little things make big things happen. Of course. 100%. It's the little steps, right? I haven't read the book um, um, Atomic Habits. Have you I've read it? I've read him? it, yeah. And it talks about the same things. thing. Yeah, you take care of the little things, and the big things will take care of itself. 100%. Yeah. You do these little habits and then they become bigger habits and bigger habits and bigger habits. And then it's like driving a car. Yeah. You know what I mean, you're 100%. driving a car. Look how we drive a car so naturally. We don't have to use our brain to drive a car because we have these habits that we continue to do each and every day. Yeah. So it's the same kind of concept. It creates it. And it's, and that's what, for me, that's what I love. Why we do what we do. Right. Because we can give people even just a little bit of, you know, financial stability. Right goes a long way for a lot of people. 100%. And some people, there are people in this world that financially don't need solar, right? right. They don't need that that lower monthly payment. They don't even right. care to save 50, 60 bucks. There's people in this world that take $100, crinkle it up, and throw it outside and not even think twice right. about it, right? And that's the beautiful thing about solar because not only does it provide you with a service of saving money with the ones that need it, but the ones that don't need to save money see it as an investment. right? because they're putting their money towards an actual asset, not a liability, yeah. right? They're turning their house into a power plant. Right. They're providing their own service. They now have control and they get within anywhere from six to 12 years, the return on the investment. Right. Why would you not do that? Right. In life, especially, right? Rich dad, poor dad, if you're, if you're not buying assets, you're buying liabilities. Yeah, 100%. So why <laughs> would you ever want to take your money and throw it away? Into a liability. Why would you want to? Why would you want to pay someone else's shareholders, right, right? right? Like you're putting your. I tell people all the time, like, how long have you been in the house for? Oh, thirty years. Right. How much have you? Let's say you've paid a hundred dollars a month for the last thirty years, right? Your forty something thousand dollars that you've paid. Right. If you could go back thirty years ago, would you rather take that forty thousand dollars and throw it to? to you know the electrical provider and their shareholders <laughs> and their pockets, or would you rather put it to your roof? And an asset and an expiration date, which means you're not going to have to pay a bill at one point. Yep. Like, 
Yeah. Like it's a no-brainer. No no-brainer. It, no <laughs> and that's like you said, we're going back. Like we're just Mr. 411. Right. So we're taking the little steps. We're having the right mindset. We're putting in the time. We're putting in the effort. And we're having a bigger purpose outside of, you know, just wanting to make money. Because right. in the industry, thing a lot of people talk about is, you know, the other day, like yesterday, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Gabe. And he was telling me, yeah, like I was talking about, you know, trying to put content up. You know, and recruit people. And he's like, well, dude, I like, he's like, I hate to say, it, but put up paychecks and pay stubs. I'm like, honestly, though, people in this industry are not motivated by money. Why? Because anywhere and ever you go in the solar industry, right. there's money everywhere. It's, it, it's inevitable. If you have the right mindset and you work, no matter where you go, yeah. money is going to be presented. 100%. Right. But the biggest thing that separates a lot is the culture. Yeah. I 100% it's the atmosphere. Yep. And so when you come into a, a company that isn't geared towards the money aspect, because it's always there, but it's more geared towards a higher purpose of, you know, trying to make the world a better place, right? Or Providing making something. something. Yes, for sure. I, I say it all the time, like as a manager, I'm not here to, to um, train sales reps, right? I'm here to train boys or men how to be better people 100 percent. that's we come in and those are the conversations we have because once you understand how to be a better person it makes getting on the doors easier Way easier 100 i'm still knocking the same doors i'm still getting the same rejections the one you know the metaphor i always give is like if i was to tell someone to go run 30 miles it's not going to be very easy right. but if i told you to run 30 miles for the next year how easy is that 30 miles going to be a year from now right now is did the 30 miles get any shorter? No. no. Just got easier. Why? Because you yeah. got more yep. yeah. conditioned. Yeah. You got a lot better. And so part of it is that's the whole process with what we do is you have to take it, you know, one step at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. 100%. Because that's how you grow and develop, right? right? They always say Rome wasn't built overnight. Right, right, right. Titanium wasn't built overnight. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's been it's been a freaking battle day in and day out, not only with, you know, the homeowners and the doors, the homeowners to me are easy. Getting rejected by a homeowner is easy. Right. What's hard about getting rejected by a homeowner is my own thoughts. Oh. What am I saying to myself after I leave that house? Yes. That's the hardest aspect. And that's why when you come into an industry that isn't geared towards money, but geared towards growth and development, not on a business level. I mean, yes, we're on a business level, but more on a personal level that's when everything changes right because if you can't handle getting rejected you know if you can't handle just having positive thoughts which is always it's easier said than done 100%. but if if you don't have anyone to I, one of the things is i heard this quote that said the reason you don't want to learn from your mistakes um well the reason you want to learn from your mistakes isn't for your own personal side but also because at one point you're going to want to tell that story and that story of your trials and heartache and mistakes are going to be a survival guide 100%. for someone else. Right. Oh, 100%. And then you pass that word on to somebody else. And I feel the same way, even with our personal stories. You know what I mean? We can tell one person that story and they can become who knows. You know what I mean? Like 100%. I told Daniel, I told Daniel my story. We kind of had a similar story. And I told him, and he's like, bro, you did a complete 360. Yeah. But it is it's all mindset. You know what I mean? It's all mindset your positivity and everything that comes yeah. with that. You know what I mean? It's the uh, it's the two twins um, that had an alcoholic father. You ever heard that story? No. So there's two twins. Um, they, their father was an alcoholic. Okay. Grew up with an alcoholic father. Both twins 
as they got older, one became an alcoholic. The other was sober and a successful businessman. Mm. They both grew up under the same conditions, same environment, but what they chose to do, the decision they made was completely different. We talk about that on a daily. Decisions. On a daily. daily. Decisions. Make (laughs) a decision to make a decision. Decisions. 100%. (laughs) And so, and a lot of times people don't see that. And when you have a company that limits, right there, I don't don't know if you've ever read the uh, 27 uh, or the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. One of the chapters it talks about is called the the Law of the Lid. Mm -hmm. And it essentially is allowing your company to have different assets that allow you to lift the lid mm. because only so many there's only so many characteristics one leader can realistically have right, right we're right. not perfect that's impossible there's i don't think right. there's a single person that has all 21 yeah 100 <laughs> it's, it's, it's impossible right. so you have to find others that allow you to lift the lid right and so what i love about that is there's so many different characteristics within the the company that have so many different um abilities to contribute to the company and i love it I, have you ever heard the uh, i know uh what's his name a oh, family feud guy i can't think of his name steve harvey steve harvey yeah, steve harvey have you i don't know if you heard him <laughs> talk about the uh the lid it wasn't so much it's kind of the lid aspect but with uh, uh with fleas no have you ever heard that no so uh, the flea has a stand uh vertical jump of 36 inches it's insane it's like they're the like body per height it's like anybody so they have a 36 inch vertical. vertical and if you put them in a little mason jar that's 12 inches right put it on what happens is the fleas will jump the first times they're going to jump they're going to hit the lid hit the lid hit the lid but after a while they're going to stop they're not going to jump the full 12 inches so they're going to jump 11 inches because they don't want to keep hitting the lid the lid and what happens if you take those same fleas out of the jar and put them with no restrictions what happens they still only jump 11 inches 11 inches yeah. and so they talk about when you're in that type of a situation as well as if these fleas right that that are are born into that same jar with that lid at 11 inches they start off jumping 11 inches so as these fleas have little you know family fees and they grow and grow and grow every single flea will continue to only jump 11 inches I'm so glad you brought that scenario up because, bro, coming into solar this year, I've never made six figures. I've always told myself that I wanted to, but I've always limited myself. And, yeah. And it was. It was my mindset is I, I want to do it, but I can't do it. So yeah. I've always felt that way. Like, it's impossible. I've And I'm just being honest. I've always thought six figures is impossible. Yeah. So I came in and I changed my mindset because, like I said, we – January, we've seen a special guest speaker, Jeff Mendes. Yeah. Amazing dude. You know what I mean? Amazing, 100%. influential dude. Like, Love that it guy. Was, yeah, it was, he said some, some great things. And so after hearing him talk and Michael Donald talk, you know, about the seven-figure, eight-figure incomes, I switched my mindset. And, bro, it went from, from January to yeah. <laughs> from January to June, I hit six figures. Yeah, and six I, months, and, you already yeah, hit it. And gonna hit, been, you're going to yeah, hit 250, 300. 100%. Yeah. So it is like just limiting yourself. Just yeah. Just like the lid thing, bro. Well, it, and it's who you limit yourself around. Yeah. And that's kind of the biggest thing is so 
when you're surrounded by people that have a limited belief, what's going to happen to you? you right? Happen. What is how's the saying go? Like, if you're a, if you're not a successful person, show me the five people yeah. you hang out with, and I'll tell show you me, why. Uh, show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Yeah, 100%. yeah, dude, hundred percent. Right. And so, a big part of that is that's what I do love about a culture that's geared towards growth and development. Right. Right. I saw this uh, this video the other day, and I loved it so much. It said, um, "If you think the price of winning is too expensive." wait until you get the bill of regret Ooh. yeah Ooh. <laughs> yeah and and he goes on to say um there's people that are holding that bill based off of generational decisions from people before them mm. and that bill gets put in some people's hands and they have to make a decision right we talk about that they have to make some of the hardest decisions out of any one of their gen generational ascendance right what are the who um whoever they pass it on to correct and at one point that bill's got to get paid yeah. and it's kind of you know and i i talk about it all the time it's being the end of generational trauma right and it's also just being the end of generational debt right. how much debt from your parents and your grandparents and your grandparents and your grandparents have just been adding up adding up until at one point you have to make that decision Right. So, yeah, I get that the price of winning at times can be too high. But right. once you get that Billy regret, it changes everything. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And 100%. you you have to be the one. Right. And not everyone is in that same boat. There's people that were blessed in homes with parents that had tons of money and, you know, made great decisions. Right. And they essentially planted that seed, you know, to that tree for shade that, you know, the parents might never understand under, but the kids will. Right, right, and right. so why in the world would you not make a decision that allows you to have that same future for your children right. and your other children? Why would you ever want to take that debt and pass it on to them? Why would you ever want to take that heartache and that trial and pass it on to them? Right, right. And that's my motivation right now is it is. It's my wife and my son and my family. Like we, yep. that's who I do it for every day. I get on these doors. It's not easy, but just like you said, if it was easy, everyone would do it. You know? So I get on these doors and it's a lot easier for me to, get to work go yeah to work. you know i don't have to go to work but i get to, i get the opportunity to yeah. provide a good service help families out and also get blessed in return as of course far as taking care of my family so yeah and i and i love that i love that there's an opportunity right oh. there's potential and one of the things you know my football coach coach beck said there's a lot of potential here right. but he always said do you know what potential means you haven't done it and so uh, there's always potential and every day there's potential, right? One of my favorite quotes is, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. I like and that. I love that, right? Because it allows you to be better today than you were yesterday. Right. And that's all you can do. For sure. That's all you can do, right? You can't <clears throat> compare yourselves to others. <clears throat> As uh, Jeff Mendes says, comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> Whether it's uh, comparing yep. how much better I am right. or how much worse I am, nonetheless, comparison is the thief of joy. 100%. And the only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. Yourself, yep. Yesterday. Yep. And that's all you can do. So no, I mean, it's it's fun to be a part of it. I I we've been talking for quite some time. Right. But we do that. We, we, <laughs> oh, we, we will go on rabbit holes. Oh man, I love it. Yeah. It's, all, all day, every day. But it's what what's what we say to you know to anyone that we train is just have good conversation. That's it. That's, that's all, how that, I hit the doors. Yeah. I that's one of my main things. You guys asked when I first got in, like, what was your success moving forward? Like, what helped you out? And to me is getting on the doors. When you get on doors and have a good conversation with yeah. the owners, it just carries on. You, know, yeah. you, you feel good about your day. You're just having good conversations. Well, you you're know? you're a person. Yeah. So right. be a good person. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't, excuse my language, but don't be an asshole. Right. Like, be a good person. Like, it's right. not that hard. So 
Uh, I don't know because you're a pretty nice asshole. Yeah, that's true though. <laughs> I'm I'm really rude, but I'm really nice right. about it. I'm very Super like, hey, I'm gonna tell you your hair's ugly, but I'm gonna make you feel good about it. Right. All you're gonna feel really confused <laughs> after like a great example. You know, earlier today right. we were talking to a, a certain someone right. uh, with blonde hair, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, she had a moment uh, where she felt. You know, she felt a certain <laughs> way, but, you know, I made her laugh about it. Right. And that was what was important is that, you know, uh, I essentially left that conversation making them feel pretty confused, right. but happy and not not really sure why they right. felt good about themselves. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, Vinny, so no, oh, this dude. has been good. So I, I enjoyed the conversation. Uh, I hopefully uh, hopefully, we, uh, you know, got some good points across. Right. I feel like we did. Uh, we've been doing this for a while and, you know, we have a lot of a lot of. Uh, a lot of history um and so it's good it's good that we uh were able to help show some knowledge and hopefully anyone watching this is uh learned a thing or two and uh until next time yeah